This has been recorded in front of a live studio audience. Really? There are niggas here? Nigga, I just see boxes. Live studio audience <laughs> boxes. <laughs> what? You ever had to unpackage your live studio audience? Welcome back. I, I feel like I came in with too much energy, and you were just like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. All right. Well, you know what? Here we are, episode one hundred fifty-three of the Two Belts Podcast. Welcome ding, back, ding, world! Ding. Shout out to everyone who tuned in the last couple episodes since our return. It's been six weeks since our return, and we've only recorded three episodes. It still feels weird, it's, but no, nah, it doesn't feel weird to me. To it me, it feels, feels like, yeah, feels fresh though. I feel like I have way more time on my hands, and yeah. I don't have to worry about as many things. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. <clears throat> Carlos. My weekend last weekend was amazing. Went to greatest day ever. Um, Where's got, that? It was up in the Bronx. It was up by like, not far from like Hunts Point's fish market. So sure. basically, a lot of these spaces I'm noticing are doing this now. So basically someone will rent, like buy out a, like an old abandoned factory or an old abandoned railroad yard. Like Knockdown Center used to be a railroad yard mm. for like freight. Okay. This one up in the Bronx also used to be a railroad yard, and they basically just leveled most of it and kept like basically uh, like the main um, uh, what's the the main junction where they used to keep all the trains, and mm-hmm. they just they like leveled the floor, took out some of the tracks and shit like that. It's like this big, huge. Um, it almost looks like a like a barn, like a huge barn. Mm-hmm. And for Greatest Day Ever, they had mad carnival rides in there. They had a Ferris wheel. They had You could get Zeppoli's and Funnel Cake. There was an indoor roller coaster. It was a small-scale roller coaster, like the ones they used to have in, like, Funland and shit like that, mm-hmm. or Playland. Um, and was it fun time, fun time USA. Fun Time USA. Shout out to Fun Time USA. If you're classic New Yorker shit. Yeah, word. If, you're, is, if your family used to take you out there, yo, you was lit. If you were born before the year... What, what year can we put on this? 2000? 2000? I don't know. When did they start going out of business or start becoming... They went out of business a while ago. Like, yeah. it's been gone for a while. So, oh, I would want to say if you were born before 2000, you... Actually, no. I might be wrong. If you were born before, like, 1997, you might know what this is. After this, I'm pretty sure you have no well, clue I remember going about. there with my cousin Justin, and he was born in 96. So, it had to be, like, somewhere in the mid-2000s? Yeah, it, it definitely ended, like, in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Like, it was, it was over with. I remember... <laughs> I remember Fun Time USA. So we were in junior high school and Someone oh, got whoppy? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be wild. No, it wouldn't. Um no. Are you kidding it was me? Not. Children? They're horny. Um <laughs> We were in junior high school and there were like a group of girls who just felt like they were older than they were. And for their birthdays they were throwing parties and all this other you know, like Word. bashments and basement parties. But we're all like fucking twelve, thirteen years old. It's it is what it is. Um so this this kid in our class was like, no, I'm not throwing a party. We're going to Fun Time USA. And we went on a front. He invited, like, everyone Big in the class. Energy. He would have invited everyone in the class, and, like, only, like, seven people came. Like, oh, yeah. little dick energy. <laughs> Including me. Oh, um, like, you're a good person. And Flash went. Flash went, too. Flash was there? Flash went, too. Um, so, Flash would tell the story, like, yo, that nigga ate all the birthday cake. Fuck that fat nigga. I don't even know if he remembers <laughs> this. But we, we went there. It was me, him. Like, 
even Flash's niece went, and she wasn't even in our class. So we were just like, Ashley? Yeah. So we were just like, yo. Wait, it's how like, old is Ashley? Because Ashley seems like she's at least like 10 years younger than you. Yeah, she's like, nah, she's not 10 years younger than us. She's like, she was in grade school, but now I was in middle, middle school. school. Oh, we damn. used to pick her up from school. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that his me sister's him, older. Yeah, me way and older him used us. to pick her up from middle school, and then we'd go home. Um, so we all went, and we had a great time. And then I just remember Monday, like, we walk in, and it was like, hey, how come y'all didn't show up to the birthday party? And she was like, you had fun at your little fun time USA? <laughs> and I was like, don't, shut up. What a hating ass, What a hating ass. It's too early hating to be ass. hating in your life. Like, come on. It's fun time USA. You're fucking 12. You were, you ain't having no fun time. Yeah, you no ain't type having of no USA. fun time. Come on. You Bum sh- ass nigga. Yeah. You, everyone was trying to be older than they were and, like, show up on B-Cat or, like, whatever the fuck they were doing back then. B-Cat. Uh, B-Cat is Brooklyn... Um, it's like public access television. Oh, we have that in in Manhattan, and that's the channel that Robin Bird comes on. Oh, it's it's like channel thirty five. It's like M N N N. Oh, okay. And that's our, like our our public access channel. One time I seen George on there, and I was dying. Listen, because Ad- he was who was it? He was the DJ for Adrian Daniel. Adrian and him go way back, like to high school, mm-hmm. and. He was on this channel, but it was, like, this hotep-ass Afrofuturistic, <laughs> like, lady. And she had, like, a bit... She didn't... It, it, it didn't look like one of those, like... You know how Nigerian women wear, like, the, the headdress sort of thing? I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. But um, she had something like that, but it was more rounded to give it sort of, like, a giant turban look. And then she got, like, an eye in the middle. Right. And she was dressed like... She looked like a, one of those Powerpuff Girl villains with the big poofy dresses. Oh, my God. It's wild. But um, I seen him on there DJing, and I was laughing at him because there was already a band playing the song. So he's literally there just, just playing the backing track. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. All right. Greatest day ever. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> I, only, I only went... You know, it's funny. I wasn't feeling really good Saturday, and I had a whole bunch of shit to do. So I didn't... I didn't. I didn't do the... Yeah, I was, I was on my... Uh, on my man period. On your man period. Too much city period. girls. That's your problem. What? It's <laughs> not gonna give you your man period. First of all, if anything, give you your man man period is listening to Tony Braxton. That should give you your man period. Yes. Od. Yes, one hundred percent. Go on. Anyway, um, no, nah, it was pretty amazing. Like it was beautiful to see these people come out. It wasn't as it wasn't like it's super spacious, so it wasn't super crowded. Mm-hmm. Like everything was super spacious. Even the space where they had like the 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 stage at is fucking is fucking cool man who's performing so it was like tor well the day I went it was Tory Lanes and Young Thug did basically. he try to kill you Tory Lanes Tory Lanes no he didn't try to kill me did he try to did he jump off the stage and like he tried a to kill himself all right he yeah. tried to kill himself and then he stands in the middle of the crowd and I'm like yo this is because this nigga doesn't have any moves because you know if he was like a dancing ass nigga or his songs were exciting he wouldn't have to do these things <laughs> like I was like yo you got no you got no swag baby who else performed um, besides that, who else was, oh, George performed on Saturday. Oh, shout out to real... Silky, Silky Black. George. It's crazy because he's working the event and niggas are like, yo, can you, can you do a DJ set real quick? He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Always come prepared. Oh, yeah, USB work. I could never DJ from a USB. No, you could do it. I could? You could do it, yeah. It's like, when you do record boxes, it's all gritting. So it's like, you just have to understand the layout. Once you understand where the one is and how the track starts, you, you figure it out. Hmm. All right. Um, fun time. Sounds fun. Sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. Like, watching, first of all, watching Thug perform stuff from, like... So, Young Thug like, performed, and like you completely... Young, <laughs> young Thug was, like, is, is amazing, because it's, like... He had he, his own set. He had his own set, and it's, like, you get to see, like, the spectrum of his growth. Yes. Because what was one of the, the... Some of the first tracks he performed were, like, Check, 
uh, about the money and shit like that. And it's like you can kind of see his growth. So it's like going into that and like stuff from Super Slimy two and three, and then the lifestyle, like how Beyonce ends with Halo. Like you, life. Nah, nah, he probably ended with Family Don't Matter. I, I didn't stay for whatever the last two songs were, but he did perform "Pick Up the Phone" and of course. like Pick it's like it's, it's is, a beautiful medley of like music. So Pick Up the like, Phone sounds like it's like a holiday every time I hear it. Hey man, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I, them glasses wavy, babe. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Slap. Um, his, you could tell his DJ was like his cousin because mm. it's like this nigga didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> like when it came to playing Thugger, Thugger's backing tracks, it was fine, but when it came to actually DJing and stuff like that. Mm. Well, you know, like he he, li- he literally cuts off the song mid chorus or mid bridge mm-hmm. for Thugger to sing out the chorus with the people, uh-huh. which is a cool little trick. But it's like you're doing that every time, so we kind of see where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. I think a lot of people do that in a sense, in terms of just like they want to, you know, put their mans on, give them a check, and mm-hmm. it was like, nigga, learn to DJ so you could be my road DJ, so you get this money. And I've seen it happen before. It's happened in Odd Future before, like Taco. Yeah. Taco became their DJ essentially because it was like, yo, do something, get paid. So he became a DJ. He wasn't really that good. I don't know if he still DJs now. I actually haven't been to Odd Future show in a long time. I bet. I never, I've never been to an Odd Future show, period. I never went because it seemed dangerous in the beginning. But ever since Tyler the Creator has gone on this like Neo Soul, <laughs> like very like boredom and see you again and all this other <laughs> stuff, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's wavy. Like, I'm pretty sure like. It's real chill. Yeah. You bring out. Nah, it's like a bunch of white kids in long sleeve tees in a really hot place smoking, kids, man. smoking cigarettes Listen. that they rolled themselves. Um,. But yeah, that was an amazing experience. Ten out of ten would recommend to go see Young Thug Live. Oh, um, he's is he going on tour this summer? I don't. He remember. might be. I'm trying to see what if Travis is going on tour for Astro World because he, I really wanted to. See, I've always wanted to see him live. Well, listen, let's get into the show then, and and let's. I we'll, we'll forego what we had initially beginning. Let's talk about Astro World because Travis Scott um, apparently is putting in the finishing touches on Astro World. And it's finally here. I mean, he's been talking about it for like the last two years or so. Um, we've been talking about it for the last two years or so. He, I remember he said sometime last year during his story, he was like, I gotta, I'm taking a break to record two albums, one with Quavo and Astroworld. And then he dropped the one with Quavo. And mm-hmm. that happened. Um, <laughs> I just can't remember. Came and any, went. Yeah, I, I can't remember much from it. I remember Eye to Eye. I eye to Eye, Motorcycle Patches, yeah. uh, Modern Slavery, which is a terrible, like, it's Stop calling things that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know. But um, it was a it was something for the moment. It was it's December, something for the moment, but it, it was a surprise. It did not last. Nah. It was really bad for it, both. It of them. came out during the holiday season. I think it was just something for the fans. Um, and now we're getting Astro World, and we got singles from it. I mean, Butterfly Effect came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. Still knocks. I still love Butterfly Effect. Doo-doo. Um, I didn't know it had a video. I was like, yo, there's a video for this shit? It like, I cannot change it. There's a video for it. Um, I think there was another song that dropped. There was one with Uzi and Kanye called Watch. Oh, yeah, Watch. Um, I don't play that Look much anymore. Look at my watch. Look at my early. Of Yeezy's Maga Bars. But, Maga Bars. Um, what else? What else? I mean, I'm just excited. I'm generally excited. I think it's, uh, I think it's coming because he's, he's just been on the cover of GQ magazine with his girlfriend or baby mother. Or, baby mother. Let's um, be real. <laughs> when you not, when you knock Kylie someone Jenner. up and you don't really like marry them. There was a video <laughs> on GQ and 
it was, how well do you know your significant other? And Travis knew nothing about her. <laughs> like, he literally gets almost everything wrong. Like, they're doing a little quiz, a little, like, What does she know about him? That's the thing. I'm that sure she does. She probably doesn't. I'm sure she, no. Nah, I'm sure she's doesn't. in love. I, I'm sure he doesn't, like, a lot of things don't matter to him where maybe some stuff maybe matters to her. I feel like she generally is attracted to him or wants to be with him. But at the same time, it's oh like... Oh, my God, the way you sing those sad songs. It really yeah, turns me on. But he's just like, I don't see him as... Kiss me. Girl, you don't have lips. Straight up. Straight <laughs> Um, Let's see. He's finishing up in Hawaii. Um, Supposedly producers, Mike Dean, Sunny Digital, Wonder of course, Girl. Of course, of Weezy, course. Nav, All the niggas I expect. All the niggas that are up right now. Cash, Frank Dukes, Gunna, um, Sheck West. Yep, needs that feature from Sheck West. Needs that feature from Gunna. He went to the Bronx the other day. Did you see it? He was yeah, on, he was on Fordham. He was on Fordham. Um, and I was like, how can you be low-key out there, bro? He just he just wanted to get away. No, but let me tell you, like, uptown, like, it's like Spanish niggas are split down the middle. It's either niggas look like Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, or look like <laughs> fucking Romeo Santos. So it's just like niggas know what he looks like, right. bro. He's like an influencer to these niggas. Um, apparently we could get a sequel to Drugs Should You Should Try It off of the Days Before Rodeo mixtape. Why do we need it? Okay. I mean, you know, you never I, know. I don't be asking for sequels. I just um, want music. Uh, potentially features from Kanye West, Party Next Door, and Tame Impala. Um, let's see. Yeah, shout out to um, shout out to Travis Scott being the only nigga that has whole bands do features. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I can't wait for that Uzi Paramore. Can't wait for that popcorn internet, unruly internet, unruly internet. Meeting <laughs> <With> dialogue, <laughs> and we get into popcorn later. Um, but. Yeah, I'm excited for Astro World. We just dropped, um, you know, RNC Radio Live, the playlist. Travis Scott is the new cover artist for the playlist. So we just dropped it. We featured a couple of new, new joints, old joints, off of Birds in the Trap Sting McKnight, which is really good. Like, it's a really... Oh, yeah, it's really solid. Like, you could go back and, that, like, I think between Rodeo, which is fucking perfect. Rodeo mm-hmm. is really perfect, and I don't understand how... Like even like even I'm, for a, I'm like in on the, rodeo. No, days before rodeo. Oh, days before rodeo. It's, it's perfect. perfect. I'm sorry. It's fucking perfect. It's like it's like a mixtape that should have been an album. Yeah. Like even in the production. And value they need to how, release it on Apple Music or something like. Yeah, because that that should have go triple platinum. <laughs> should, diamond nigga. Oh my god. Yes. I mean, I agree. Days before rodeo is fucking amazing. It's fucking perfect. Rodeo was good. It was, uh, it was okay. Birds, birds was perfect. Birds was amazing. Birds, birds was, was a grower to me, and then it grew really good on like on me. Oh no, I I knew it was good like right off rip. I was playing it at home, and I was just like, damn. I had gotten to like almost like the last two tracks. I think it's like lose is on there. Just, yeah. And I'm just like, damn. And it's just joints, man. After like, joint, after and it's joint. like it's like a spectrum of sounds it, it doesn't matter it, it's not even considering the fact that he had multiple producers but mm-hmm. it's like everything congeals so well right and i and, and for some reason like we're gonna probably talk about i mean we're not gonna talk in depth about it but the, the internet released a new album this you know this week and it's to me not as good as their other stuff but with travis scott i really don't feel like i compare his albums because they all kind of feel like this singular thing that exists in this moment at this certain time and you kind of remember the feeling it gives you when you actually hear the album but to me i don't really compare the albums i don't know like it's not it seems like a different experience even from like owl pharaoh to like now 
like and everything in between like everything kind of feels like a different experience even though he's kind of just really a lot of the songs it's like i'm putting this travis scott filter on it and look boom it's new like guidance for instance guidance featuring k4s mm-hmm. which was a k4 song and you can actually hear it on apple music and it's solo entirely but when he puts this like travis scott filter on it boom 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 suddenly it's a really good track so i mean he's been killing it in the off season he's been on two chains album he's been on fucking everyone's album that you can imagine um he's contributed that way so i i, I, I don't know i don't know what to expect from World because we only got like what two or three songs apparently it's an ode to houston Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, I really, like, I, I'm putting this in the universe. I really, really hope he links up with DJ Smokey on this one. Mm. Because it's very interesting, like, how his style is being mimicked, like, even on nonstop. Mm-hmm. DJ Smokey's style has always Take been... Take Keith and fuck these niggas up, man. Man, fuck Take Keith. <laughs> but, um... All right, cool. Go ahead, go ahead. That nigga makes the same beat, just faster or slower. <laughs> Literally, the nigga plays the piano keys in the same pattern and everything. It's just crazy. You do the same dance to all of the beats. Nigga. <laughs> I mean, anyway. but listen, you... He's you, hot right now. Producer of the moment. You gonna, Yeah, he's hot right now. Everyone wants... Everyone wants what Look Alive was. Yeah. So I can't really, like, fault him for that. But, you know, it's just not gonna last. Um, nope. Anyway. Um, apparently, he could have Stevie Wonder on this album. Oh hell yeah! He could have any. He could have Shaka Khan if he wants to, nigga. <laughs> that nigga rich. <laughs> he's he's photoing in the studio with Stevie Wonder for all you instance. I feel like it's gonna be Stevie Wonder harmonica, but it's like an evil harmonica that's like. It sounds like a circus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean. But yeah, no. Smokey style has always been this like slowed down, warped like chopped and screwed style and mm-hmm. then it, he takes old like three six mafia and ugk samples and like uses lines over and over again to give it like this uh, like pitch down to give it this like ominous presence and like you can even hear it in that section in nonstop mm-hmm. where it's like they just repeat that project pat bar over and over again Incredible. yeah <laughs> so it's that same style so it's just like i feel like that's very unpocket for something that's supposed to be a tribute to houston so i mean smokey's from toronto but Listen, everyone's a lot of people are Houston influence. I can mm-hmm. see, I can see a, a, a bulk of people on this. I mean, he usually has the who's who onto his albums, and mm-hmm. everything sort of complements it, um, as opposed to like being its own like separate. Feature. And you're gonna have Beyonce. Beyonce would be fire. Beyonce, Beyonce would smoke him. That's Beyonce, the fucked up part. I mean, she would, but I feel like he would have her sing, so that wouldn't happen, because when she raps, it's like. Everyone's like, oh, my God, she murked that nigga. And it's like. It's terrible. It's kind of true. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. Could you imagine that? You got to look your own rapper husband in the eyes and be like. I think she really only, she'll rap on a song that's just hers or like with featuring Jay-Z. But I don't think she'll rap on other people's tracks. I don't think she wants to get potentially bodied. Like, didn't see it coming and a fucking truck hits her. <laughs> oh, shit, nigga. I didn't know. You were going to. You were going to do that. Um, Boom. Let's see. Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna's dropping a dance hall al- album. Dance hall album, Rihanna. Dance hall album, Rihanna, which is mad crazy because she's Bayesian and Guyanese. So you would expect her to drop a Soka. <laughs> you know what? It may be. You, you have no. It might you be. Don't it, know. Might be it, fo- might be, it might be. It might be a reggae. It might be. Something. It might be her version of more life. <laughs> I feel like 
things get lost in the translation, especially with you know white American, people being yeah. white people being journalists yeah. that cover things and just being and like yeah, it's a dancehall in... album, like the Sean Pauls of the world. And because the... it's also like people are doing this man. on spe- speculation based on things that she said and not necessarily things that they've heard. And to be honest, Rihanna be- will never say anything about an album uh, until it is close to dropping. Mm-hmm. She will not reveal details. She's very meticulous. She keeps things under wraps. So it's She's very... in the studio padding up her pom pom right, right. now. <laughs> so it's very interesting. I mean, I'm sure it came from another producer. And and, and, and she's working with Jamaican artists and producers. So I'm really excited to hear this because I was like, yo, I don't know who she's working with. But it's got to be like somebody big in Jamaican culture like Chrome or Not Nice or Corleone. Who, Corleone has produced a lot of songs that have a crossover appeal like Baby Boy right. by okay. Beyonce. But I feel like she's going to do partly that, but then I still feel like she'll lend on sort of like American songwriters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, I think it's her and Party Next Door sitting in a tent. That's what I'm thinking. Weed. It's like party. It's like party. 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 Me need you for this. I don't know. No, 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 no. Biebs. Party done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But listen, so far the news is that she's recorded 500 songs. Well, Five, she's, she's been submitted. Submitted. She's been submitted 500 songs. And she's trying to pick the best 10 for her to record. Which, to me, is just kind of like... Best 10? She's smart. Um, <laughs> A lot of these dumbass niggas giving us 20 tracks. So, let's see what we have here. According to... Um, Let's see. I'm trying to see who is given the quote on this album. Oh, anonymous producer. Of course it's anonymous producer because you're not going to ruin that Rihanna check by, you know, saying something. But it's been told that, um, according to Vogue, that potential collaborators include Rock City. I don't know if you know who Rock City is, but they've worked with Rihanna and Beyonce in the past. Um, Stefan the Genius McGregor. Oh, the genius! The genius, fucking genius. That's one of the best producers. All right, Linton, TJ Records, White. TJ, yeah. okay, yeah. It works with Serrani and Vibes. Um, yeah, Vibes Blaze. all the time. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Blaze needs that check, bro. Ty Shane Beam Thompson Beam. He's worked with Yo Gotti and Lecrae. Apparently, I mean, I don't know. And Cranium and Chronics. Yeah, but that's understood because like <laughs> Cranium's already on like an American label, and then Super Dups. Super Dubs? Yes. That's crazy because that's like a 90s producer. Mm. And he's worked with, but he's worked with Drake um, before on Control and Too Good, which also featured Rihanna. So, you know. Mm. You may be oh, the- no, not that Super. I'm thinking about someone else named Super Dubs. Um, there's, a, there's an older producer named Super Dubs. Um, listen, Rihanna te- Rihanna's team, according to anonymous producers, Rihanna's team have no live 500 records for this project from different producers and writers. Um, one dance, one dance hall producer tells Rolling Stone. <laughs> it's probably mistaken anonymous. Five hundred, five hundred <laughs> blood clot songs, someone. Um, they're choosing ten records. They've been having writing camps and trying to keep them quiet for almost a year and a half now. I've been flying to Miami, flying to L.A., cutting records. Not. I know she's got to have a vibes verse. Um, I feel like I'm gonna. I'm about to make a little. You know, Rihanna. Rihanna, Music of the Sun-esque playlist. I mean, she's she's made, you know, sort of reggae-esque music on mm-hmm. the, on Music of the Sun, a lot of her earlier albums. She's dabbled on it in the later albums, but it ended up being, like, one track. But I would, you know what? I feel like we haven't had a good... A dancehall is amazing. Soka is amazing. I feel like, just in general, we haven't had a prominent reggae album 
in a very, very long time. And I think the only three reggae artists people know are any of the Marleys, and they'll probably say Sean Paul, and they'll probably say some other reggae artist that's actually Dance Hall or Soka. Um, but I feel like we haven't had a great reggae album in a very, very long You're time. You're wrong. Chronology. Chronology. By Chronics. Yeah, they came out recently. But it's just like reggae is, like the sound of reggae just isn't in the mainstream. Yeah, Nor course. does it, it's not, um, it's more like fitted to a, like a live band thing. So do you feel like this album is now going to put it's that gonna back? Touch acro- I think it's going to touch across a lot of different parts of like Caribbean music and culture. But being that Rihanna is just like a very popular, she's not an American artist born in America, but she is a very popular artist in America. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that? necessarily will it be the same result as okay like a drake or you know you know controller where it's just like oh or or justin bieber sorry or ed sheeran shape of you where they tend on these reggae elements or these dancehall elements Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really help anyone from the culture become bigger it doesn't expose anyone to different audiences and be like oh shit it should because she's featuring one of the most prominent reggae acts right now chronics it i would i would be more inclined if they made a great splash with this album, and then people wouldn't be like, I need that Chronics, you know, on my album. I need, you know. Oh, that's just going to make Max richer because Max has got fingerprints all over that Chronics album. I'm going to, it's just, <laughs> yeah, just a lot of people searching for that sound. That's what mm-hmm. I'm least hoping for because we haven't really seen a dance hall, reggae, soca, real strong influence in the States since, like, the early 2000s. Um, no, nah, we just have like a couple songs every year that pop and like even get crossover. They'll pop every now and then, but I don't even think it's get to the point where it becomes on like mainstream radio. Like Sean Paul's Get Busy. Everywhere. Nah, we had Party Animal. Party Animal, what, like for la- like two years ago or like a year ago. Charlie Black's Party Animal. That shit was on American radio. Hmm. But not on a consistent basis. Is no, not on a consistent basis. But right. for that summertime, because especially, you had multiple... especially because you had like artists like Drake and Rihanna doing right, work, right, 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 right. But you had multiple artists in the early two thousands at the same time. You had a Sean Paul Beanie Man. Um, you would have Tok. It's you also because have... like radio isn't as popular. I mean, it, radio had its slots and it segments. Was still... Where it had slots. No, but think about it. When we had radio, it was like the, they had slots and segments where it's like you'd hear it. Right. And you'd have no choice but to be exposed to it because it was either this or you're buying CDs or you're lo- this is how you're looking for new music. Okay. I mean, I understand. I, th- I think that's a valid, at least. I feel, I feel like if you limit the way things are disseminated and you put it in a format, it's, it forces people to become accustomed to things mm-hmm. that they might not normally listen to. I mean, yeah. Because you're trapped in a fucking car. Right. And you kind of play what you want to hear on whatever streaming things. And unless mm-hmm. it blows up virally, like a, yeah. a song. And, and we're going to get into the next topic that we had now because Drake, in my feelings, is number one. Yep. And partly, you know, partly from the reason of Shiggy. And I feel like you have a good thing because in the past two weeks you've been what? in the same room as Shiggy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was hosting the party next door to us. Was he on top? Was he on energy? Did the energy feel? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was dancing and shit. Um, when they shot the promo video afterwards, it was just, like, mostly of him and his crew dancing. So they danced in, like, a big-ass circle in the middle of the party. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like time stopped for, for that whole room. He's probably one of the biggest, most talked about people just in general right now, just from what he's had. With, yeah, Stephen um, A. Smith. It's it, it just in the In My Feelings, just oh, the yeah, Shiggy yeah. Challenge, the, the Dance challenge, challenge, and how that propelled In My Feelings to number one. Yeah. It helped propelled. Everyone's just like, hey, I hope Shiggy gets a check. 
I hope Shiggy, you know... It's hard. It's hard. It's hard because you, there's no... Like, anything could be given to you, but it's like, it's not consistent. Like, if someone gives you one big check, it's just like... But here's my thing, though, with the everyone um, wanting to be like... Everyone feeling in invested in this to the point where you're just like, I hope Drake puts him in a video. I hope he gives him a check. And if I, I assume if this song ever wins a Grammy, he was like, I hope, you know, Shiggy gets a Grammy. That's not how well. that works. That's not how it works. To be honest, how it works is either one, he already got paid, like before the song. And apparently he already did get paid. Allegedly, he already got paid 250K from Drake. Um, if in, in terms of how things work virally in this day and age instead of mm-hmm. the industry, if they want something to go viral, i.e. a Black Beatles, i.e. whatever yeah, social challenge, media movement. a social media movement, they will pay people. They oh, were yeah. Viral you remember when Madonna did that? For? Silento. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So there are viral marketing companies, which Madonna is a part of and a lot of people are part of at least or quietly a part of, mm-hmm. that will help create this buzz for it or help come up with an idea to sell this song or sell this product because it's all marketing and move virally so they'll include viral artists they'll include all these different things and people that are large-scale influencers right and make you think it's an organic thing and and sometimes it actually is but in a sense it's just like no this person has been paid and then it's supposed to help propel the song and we saw that with ray Shermer's black beatles i mean i think that's it was so funny because this the the reaction to this all stemmed from unforgettable and how shiggy had his own little dance to it and Everyone was doing it on social media at mm-hmm. one point. And Shiggy got no credit, no payoff, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you're a content creator on an app right. where you're using music that isn't actually yours. Yours. That's what I'm saying. So it, it's – um, Actually, they could probably sue you. Yeah. But they're probably not because you're giving them music promotion. Yeah. But, so they want to they wanted to look like a, like a, like a fair trade-off. You right. Know? You know, I'm going to – Because if it was a sense of like us using on our podcast, they would be like, no, you can't use it on your podcast. Blah, blah, blah. We but we're promoting the music in a similar way that she mm-hmm. is promoting this music. Oh, absolutely. With a viral campaign. So, so if, it's just like if, – if, if we got a million listens, we wouldn't get shit. Yeah. We wouldn't get flagged for shit. Like we'd just like oh we oh, yeah. we'd we'll become like the read and yeah. we'd be like one of the premier podcasts on this app yeah like, so it, it is what it is but I feel like I don't know I would and paying and sort of helping to get song get popping I kind of understand that people feeling like he's invested and he's ma- like a major part of this record I feel like the record was good before Shiggy. I want everyone to know that people enjoyed this record when it came out. Yeah. And that's why people started dancing to it. 100%. And like, and like being excited there about are people, it. There are legitimate people who helped produce the song. I really wish I could go back in time, do some sort of alternate universe thing, and see if the numbers would still be crazy. Because I don't know. Just his... punch Jiggy or Shiggy or break his legs or something? Oh, no. I wouldn't do that. That's <laughs> fucked up. I, a man's got to yeah. eat, right? A man's got to eat, right? But I'm just no saying. No more. It'll be like push a T. It's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and just shank the nigger. Oh, my No, God. but it's just like, if there was no, like, would it still be a big record? And I'm just like, yes, because it was sonically one of the best, most summer sounding, shake your ass fucking songs. I think it would have grown to number one eventually. Yeah, I think, just I think it would have gotten to a point. Because just... people were saying, Kiki, do you love me the entire time? We did this podcast la- two weeks ago uh-huh. before the, the Shiggy Challenge became popping. And we love fucking In My Feelings. Oh, absolutely. And, and, but I love uh, New Orleans Bounce. Right. And a lot of people loved it as well. And a lot of people grew on it in terms of this entire 25 project, you know, song. It was like, oh, what's one song you could take away? In my feelings. Kiki, do you love me? Oh, City Girls. Oh, my God. And oh, I love those girls. Um, And it's not like 
I'm discrediting Shiggy for anything that he's done because no, I do yeah, believe he... he's a part of making this number one. It's, yeah. it's undeniable at this point. But I feel like people's just investment or just being like, yo, always. Oh, and it's, it's like also New York niggas because I feel like niggas everywhere else don't care. Yeah, I've re- I really feel like I niggas. really feel like that because New York niggas was barking at each other in their mentions and shit like, oh, Shiggy should get this, Shiggy should get that. And I'm just like, how are you going to say that when this shit is for free? Yeah. <laughs> this is for free. There's no like pay per view sort of subscription for fucking Instagram, bro. Right. It's just like. You can't just put like this. If he was making money off of that shit, they would have clipped that shit immediately. Ooh, he would have been out the if window. They didn't pay him for that. He would have been clipped immediately. If it was on some pay per thing service where he was using music, getting paid, and making unauthorized funds off the promotions of you know of using the record and not promoting the record, but actually making money off of somebody else's record that they paid to make, he would have got clipped. One hundred percent clipped. So, you know. It, it is what it is, but um, New but York, shout out to them. I mean, yeah, I mean, but New York also has to do this thing where they got to stop being on people's dick just because they're from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we send in a lot of people up that we shouldn't be sending up, like 100%. six nine and shit like that. Six nine. It is. It's young people um, from New York. You just listen to this thing repetitively. Designer. I feel like designer's career right now suffered from. The major popularity he had in the beginning, which he had sort of... And no, he didn't follow any momentum, and no follow-through. Right. I mean, he got paid. Shout out to that man. He got he paid. He got paid. He got signed. He got paid. He got signed. His career, his life is a whole lot better. Everything is moving a lot better for him. But just in general, I just feel like because of that... And and then where are the people at now? Mm-hmm. So where everyone who's repping designer is like, designs from New York. New York got a number one record. And where are those people now when he dropped a seven-track EP? They're listening to Beast Mode 2. Yeah. Even though they said Future was dead. Yeah. So, you know. No shade, though. <laughs> Let's get into music and the music that we've heard over the last two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Wiz Khalifa should no longer be allowed. <laughs> to make long-format albums. To just make albums in general. You know, I just what feel was like it? He's what was that? Al- what was the times. Trap Wiz album? The, the 20-something grams? Um... That was a mixtape. That was also long as shit. It was long as shit, but it had better tracks than this. Um, um, and you know I don't give a fuck about, like, old Wiz. Like, people people romanticize that shit, and I'm Cushion just like... OJ is the greatest mixtape of all time. That nigga sound lazy as shit. I mean, Crushing OJ was a moment. I'll give him that moment. But in terms of just it the It wasn't for me. In terms of the follow-up, I don't think he's had the same success. Um, he had a Khalifa album. Remember Khalifa? Which had that song, Bake Sale, with Travis Scott. Which um, was good. And then everything else was... Uh... Um, let's see. I mean, we could just roll back the thing. We had Black Hollywood, which had Weedem Boys. Um, and had You and Your Friends. Weedem Boys was like Black and Yellow Part 2. Yeah. Weedem Boys. Um, then we go back from there. And we had... Only nigga in first class, ONIFC, which had Remember Me. Work ho- yeah, Remember Me. Which which was the classic we're gonna crop Wiz out the picture <laughs> and just make this a weekend song. Um, niggas really made it yo, you, niggas the first it? two the first two minutes of the song is the weekend. Like you could literally stop playing and never hear the Wiz on this. Boom. Track. Um also had work hard, play hard. Um just remember. Which that. is black and yellow part three. And then we had the initial album, which was Rolling Papers, which is I guess the precursor to this album, which is now Rolling Papers Two. Um I tried to listen to it. I really couldn't get that far into it. Oh no, I was just skipping around to see what sounded good. Let's so see. But then it's like I think it's 
Yeah, it's what? a sign that your album sucks. Yeah, let me, let me tell a, you the truth. It takes away from it when you're like, let me see how this feature sounds. Let me see how Party sounds on this album. Or like, let me see what Sway Lee did. Or this Gucci track got to be good. Gucci's on it. And then you're just like, eh, Wiz is on it. So it's kind of like you got to get through Wiz to get through the rest of the album. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I got nothing for this album. I got no good words. I got uh, Blue Hunter's side. Um, the Gucci track, kind of like, and then like everything else, just dash it. Yeah, I don't know. You need something else. I feel like we need to we need to craft another career arc for Wiz Khalifa. Fashion, fashion is great. Fashion, pants, according to Kanye. MMA, uh, MMA is another one. He's beating doing niggas, a lot of kickboxing, kicking niggas. I wouldn't put um, him against CM Punk or something. And oh yeah, him. dude, do that, do that, and then like yeah, they have this whole angle where he's like, yeah, I do drugs, and then CM Punk is like, you do drugs because you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I, I do drugs because I get pussy, and you don't. Like, uh, 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 <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> you're balding. Uh, <laughs> All right, Wiz versus CM Punk. I can see that. Wiz versus um, CM Punk. It just writes itself after a certain yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. spins itself. Um, but yeah, Roman Papers too would not recommend. Um, like, do not recommend list. Mm. Um, do you have a song of the week? I actually have a song of the week, but it hasn't even really dropped yet because it's like, a, like literally what dropped was a preview. So Uzi no, dropped some sort of it, like, yeah. who the fuck, who it's like an cares? unfinished joint called Fendi Belt. And it's just like the feel of the track is just really good. And like, look. Look, it's even got. It almost doesn't feel like Uzi's style. No. It feels like very like it's East Coasty. It's very Philly. Very. He was in the studio with Meek Mill during this, and Meek is probably like, "Let me get that shit, boy." <laughs> Come on, yo nut ass, noodle head. They they speak mad crazy in Philly. Uh, this is a fire, John. He has great unreleased songs. Like, the stuff we don't hear is really good. I remember there's a song called Boring Shit. Do I have it on my fucking... Um, let me see if I have it on here. I've got another joint I want to drop, just because, you know, we're getting into inter- an international mood today. Of course. So, um, there's this track that was blowing up on Twitter, like, a couple... Maybe, like, no, nah, maybe, like, a week ago, right? Is it Lou Duvall's? No, not Lil Duval. <laughs> you stupid. I ain't got time for you, niggas. Living my best life. Living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you, niggas. Living my best life. That's a mood. They, it's like, that's a that's a male mood. That is the most. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Someone said, yo, this is. Because he was spilling the cognac and he's like crooning and shit. Someone's like, yo, this is peak Scorpio. And I was like, yo, he's right. But sometimes Future is just like, he's fed up and he's just want to live his best life and he's not going back and forth with you niggas. <laughs> He's right. He's right. I mean, everything right. in that song is... I'm not wasting my ac- energy. Everything in that song is accurate. I don't know what we're analyzing Scorpio men or, you know, this but toxic they're, they're, masculinity or whatever it is. But they're right. I do feel, I do be feeling that way. <laughs> not going back and forth with you bitches. Listen, I feel that way life. all the time. I feel that way all uh, the time. Oh, let me drop this song. Go ahead. Because I've been waiting. So this dude, he dropped a video, right? And it's like, he's he's a brown boy. And he's from London. And, like, the music sounds like this. What's the name of the song? 079 Me. I, I don't know. I think it's like it's like Redial or like some some sort of... But this dude is like... His family's like from Cyprus. Mm. And shit like that. And Cyprus I was like... I thought Queens? he was I thought he was fucking coolie, nigga. When I first seen him, I was like, yo. He traded his chicken curry for fucking <laughs> jell-off rice. <laughs> nine me. 079 Me. And like even other African artists have gotten on this. So it's like... 
Hmm. On the same instrumental. Listen. We, we you got Burna Boy, Gecko. We may have stumbled on a hit. No, this is a really good song. Like, this is a really good summer song. I like it. I like this joint. I, like I, I really like this beat. They basically turned it into a rhythm without turning it into a rhythm. Um, unreleased Uzi. Like, boring shit might may be my favorite unreleased Uzi, and I'll play it right now. But it's like... It's because it sounds nothing like any other fucking Uzi. And it was on the it was on the EP where Exo Tour Life was on before it got thrown on the album. I didn't think this intro would be this long. Okay. No. Cam's like, it could have been me. Anyway, I don't want to play too much of the song, but it's an amazing <laughs> song. Find it on YouTube. It's not on actual internet. Um, any other songs of the week that you have? My my probably my song of the week comes from um, Ari Lennox. Ari um, Lennox. She's an R and B singer who is on J Cole's label, Dreamville. Oh, you don't have to be that way. It's a very vibey, like, soft. Go ahead, like, drop it. It's called Whipped Cream. Hey, yo. Ooh. That's that, wow. That's the song you go, like, you do the Barry White. Oh, yeah. Nah, that's the song you look at her from across the barbecue <laughs> and you, like, lick your lips. <laughs> hey, yo. I'm going to put my dick in you, girl. <laughs> some smooth shit i'm not gonna play too much of it you can hear it on apple music and all <laughs> wherever you get music but that's some smooth shit so shout out to ari lennox who dropped a good ep too like a couple years back and she's fire like she's fire or and then i gotta drop like my last song of the week i guess um it's definitely this rich the kid tory lanes Woo! man i feel like they should do the fusion dance yeah i feel like they work well together i feel, I feel like, like they're a the joint... same power level they are the same size you know what it is i feel like rich the kid has is like very good at making like putting music together Mm -hmm. and tory lane's just kind of like fits on anything if you put him in a good position Mm. like in this one he's doing like the hook plus like plus like maybe like a verse i feel like rich the kid would be like a great a and r or just a great someone or a great executive producer for like young SoundCloudy niggas. Oh yeah. I feel like he'd be much valuable much more valuable behind the scenes than in front of the camera because I think in front of the camera he plays the role of kind of like you're just kinda of similar to everyone else. You kinda of have colored dreads, grills and a bunch of diamonds and you rap. Where behind the scenes, like I feel like he would have a lot more value and probably But you know, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's rich a kid. He's rich. And he's mm-hmm. a kid. So yeah. Um, let's see. Also, that Tiger song is really, like, the Taste. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Damn, a sneaky hit. Sneaky this shit shouldn't hit. be very, this shouldn't be this good. 
It's like, I'm only going to play this much of the beat, but I just want you to know this is a slapper So <laughs> It's a slapper So here's my, here's my take on, like, and we'll talk about this later when we talk about the Nicki Minaj thing. Mm-hmm. Good music can't be denied. And overall, if you have good music, people will want to listen to you anyway mm-hmm. and potentially, like, and so, no matter how fucked up your shit how is. How many Chris Brown, for instance, Tyga. Tyga went out with Kylie Jenner when she was 17 years old. Yep. Like, he got in on that. He he got in on that train. He was like, listen, I was on her on her mixtape era type shit. And... <laughs> fan of a fan. <laughs> and... And then now it's like everyone's sort of like, Tyga's a loser. And Tyga's like, so? And... And then he comes out with this banger, and it's just like... Oh, all you got to do is find the right producer, you man. You got to find... Like, it's fucking Because it's incredible. like this... Honestly, Tiger has not changed the way he raps. At all. At, like, from Rack City days. At all. My so f- it's just like... It's not the... It's literally not the way he crafts songs. It's literally the people he chooses to work with, and how he chooses to put things out, and how, what he chooses to do in his personal life. Can I can I share with you one of my favorite ironic... Um, Tiger songs that no one likes that I like. Which one? Bouncing on my dick? No. It's called Trap Pussy. Oh my god, I haven't heard that song age. Bump that. Bump that shit. This shit would have been in like super bad too. Project X. Mmm. For NBA Live, like <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely a my player like ass, like oh shit, we doing the one on one ass music. Oh, let me put a chain on this nigga and let me make his jersey purple or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, put a lean cup on his jersey. <laughs> oh my god, um, we'll just sort of roll through the rest of the new music mm-hmm. in here. We got Tanache. She dropped an album or she, just one song? She just dropped a song and she's rolling back into my good graces by virtue of not trying as hard as. Um, she usually does try. Um, <laughs> like I used to. Is it, that's what it's called? Like I used to. Yeah, it's I downloaded a, it, didn't listen to it. It's it a good funny. song. It's a good song in a sense, like it's very in pocket for Tanache. Mm-hmm. It's not her trying to be something or her trying to expand herself to a different sound, like like a flame or super love was. It's just kind of like, yo, I write songs about my heart getting broken and it's kind of got like little trapness to it, but it's very pop. It's about Ben Simmons. Yes, it's about Ben Simmons. Which I don't even feel like he deserves a song because I don't even think they were really together. He probably ate his ass. That's what happened. <laughs> like Faith Evans did Biggie. Yeah, that was wild news to drop. You didn't need to know that. But you know what? Biggie is now a sexual icon. We didn't need to know that. I feel like Biggie's been dead for 20 years. Didn't need to know that in my lifetime. They buried him face down. <laughs> so she could eat his... All right, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to distract. Ah. I don't want to disgrace the dead, especially someone as Biggie. Nah, I'll do it. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. Because he's from Brooklyn. That doesn't um, affect me. <laughs> listen, I like this new Tanache. Keep it up. That's all I'm saying. Don't try to do any wild shit where you're trying to be like licking tiny toilets and then trying to be a pop star, grabbing Travis Scott's junk or whatever. Which is wild because he was dating Kylie Jenner at the time. It was just like, 
my management told me to do it. I was like, if your management told you to jump off a bridge and it'll sell more albums, would you do it? Mm-hmm. Well, like, maybe. If she I'm... wouldn't land on her neck. Mm. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she has no neck. Um, <laughs> How does she even suck dick? <laughs> oh my. What do you call that? Oh, my God. Head and shoulders? Speaking of, you know, I was about to say speaking of sucking dick. Um, <laughs> Ariana Grande. New song. Released the same week as Mac Miller released his new song. I don't really feel like playing both of them. I'm going to choose one of them to play. Um, which one would you think you want to hear? Neither. Okay. Ariana Grande released <laughs> God is a Woman, which is a nice little, you know, track. It's a cheap It's a cheap pop of a title. It's a cheap pop. God is a Woman. It's a cheap pop of a it's, title. It's, it's, it's got all the Ariana Grande-isms that you need. I, she really makes music for, like... Like gay people go up for her music. Really? Yeah. Like she'd like the new Madonna. She, she might as well be gay. People. Lo- she's like a gay icon in a sense. Like yeah, that's because she made that side to side song. Oh yeah, about getting your shit rammed in. Right. And she's the one who crafted the the term "big dick energy." That's where it came from. It came from Ariana Grande. Really? Yeah. She was talking about her um, her fiance Pete Davidson. Mm. He's got BDE. BDE. Um, and Mac Miller dropped um, two new songs. He has an upcoming album called Swimming that is coming out later this summer. Um, not sure when it's actually coming out, but um, I'm, oh, I'm down for new Mac Miller. Damn. Um, let's, and you know what? I'll, I'll run through these things so you can get to your unruly review. Um, Boy. Chance the Rapper, four songs. Favorite song um, has to be I Might Need Security. He might, because I'm going to beat his ass. Which is a very Drake-esque song. Like, this is the most Drake trance the rapper's nah. ever. Fuck, fuck you. That's not some Drake shit. No, no, no. When he starts rapping. Oh. And I feel like Drake would use this. No, I don't know if Drake is that corny. I don't, yeah, I don't think he would use this kind of sample, because he would want his stuff played on the radio. Oh man, she's rapping. Oh man, this is limp dick rap. This is limp dick energy. <laughs> this limp. is limp dick energy. Oh my god. Um, Drum dropped the EP. I'm not really feeling any of the songs. Really? Nah, I'm just. He's a muppet. Um, <laughs> he is. He is. He's the nigga that plays the saxophone in the band. Yeah, he's a muppet. I'm, I'm he not is really. a big ass muppet. Um, oh, he said some shit. One of the lines on his uh, his shit was, uh, "Your girl gives the best hugs." Yeah. And I was just like, "That's funny." That's. I was like, man, it's lame. I mean, it is what it a is. A hug, I, nigga? Fuck I the think... bitch. <laughs> I don't know. You wanted to commit infidelity? Yeah. Just maybe. have her hug the celebrity. That's how you get it. That's how. That's why we love party, right? A party lives a different lifestyle because he's Jamaican. You <laughs> <laughs> know the culture. But, you know, maybe Drum gets into the. I don't know. I was just like, your girl gives the best hugs. Yeah. This is going down. It's like a genre of corny rap. Ugh. Just and I feel like Drum and Chance the Rapper <laughs> are like neck and neck. Yeah, they're like leaning for into limp it. dick energy. Leaning, in, leaning into it really hard. Um, Not internet, hard at all because it's limp dick energy. Baby. The, <laughs> the internet dropped Hive Mind. I listened to it in the beginning. To me, it wasn't really that good. Um, oh, I haven't listened to it yet. It's kind of boring. Um, oh, that's fu- that's sad because the last, to, the the last, last one is fire, nigga. Ego death? <laughs> the last one is fucking fire. This one is kind of boring. I'm going to listen to it again. I didn't really get to give it a fair shake. Yeah, no, it just came out like last night. So, but I'm going to listen to it again probably in two weeks to talk about it again. But 
to me, it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It didn't hold up to the last one. But I feel like Ego Death is really good, and it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to live up to that shit, because Ego Death is fucking amazing. And then between Ego Death and this one, they all did their solo shit, like Matt Martians and Sid and Steve Lacey and all those other guys. Um, so, you know, they had fun. They were, now they're just back fun making music. Um, let's get to the unruly. Popcorn. Popcorn. What are we hearing from? Wait, wait. So it's just like what I was expecting was like a diverse amount of tracks, like anything that like Vibes would release. Like mm-hmm. if Vibes puts out like a mixtape, you're gonna have your your love songs. You're gonna have your gunman tunes. You're gonna have like things for people to party and dance to. But this one was much more slower, and it just speaks to the climate of what dance hall is in now. Because you don't get a lot of tracks like that. Like, back in, like, the early 90s, for as many tracks about girls winding up on you and, like, the party being lit or whatever, you'd get tracks where it's like, yo, I'm going to shoot you in your fucking face, you know? And then it had that fucking energy, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And... You know? Yeah. (laughs) But this is, like, this is, like, mostly love songs. Mostly, mostly. Really? Between, like, I'd say probably only about two tracks have that, like, real rough masculine energy. More This song, this album should have just been called Punani. <laughs> because it's really just, like, about pussy. It's called Forever. The, the name of the album is called the, Yeah, Forever, the Forever. name of the album is called Forever. Executive produced by uh, Mixpack, which is, like, a... I don't even know what to describe them as. More of, like, a... I guess I'd call them as... As like a a music label, mm-hmm. it's like an, records, yeah, yeah. It's an alternative music like record label where it's wherein they feature artists from around the world. Dre Skull, who's in charge of Mixpack and Jubilee, they're big in dancehall and they love like dancehall music and artists. And some of the artists they've worked with before are like Vibes Cartel and Popcon. Mm. So this was like this was a dream come true because. Um, Kingston Story, like Vibes Cartel's last feature album, mm-hmm. was executive produced by Mixed Pack Records. Just Beautiful. to get, I guess, that crossover appeal and get it into like new, like American mainstream. Um, this one is very interesting. Uh, I think three months ago they let out the the single "Body So Good," and it's like this slow, like really melodic, really really sing songy style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, this is really in the pocket of, like, most of dance hall right now, especially in, like, the summer months, mm-hmm. where, like, people are out of school and, like, parties are rampant. And everyone's just like, it's let me like, wind up on... Yeah, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> like, um, the real reason why people market dance hall music like that is because it's just, like, once you get the girls moving, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Once you have women, that's it. That's how you get, like, things going. And then Plus, the guys will be like, well, if they fuck with it. Then Jamaican artists don't so really make all money money off albums or even the release of their music because most sites will just throw their music out for free. Yep. It's it's them doing shows. Mm-hmm. It's them being streamed. Mm-hmm. You know, streams. Yeah, stream. Yeah, stream. <laughs> stream. You don't make much money off streaming. Yeah, not yet. Um, any standout tracks? Any standout tracks? Um, Songs that you would be like, yo, I you fuck, know, it's like I, I fuck could, with this heavy. This is this is seventeen tracks long, and I can cut it down literally to probably about ten really really good tracks. Um, Silence the intro is like I think is like one of the more phenomenal tracks on this fucking album. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a cool start. 
because it feels like it you know what it is it feels like a fourth start to like a gunman tune it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have that like that hard-hitting style right and then there's let's see wine for me which which is self-explanatory tight pussy energy right tight pussy energy right here. <laughs> and then left me gun woof i was playing that this morning in my crib did you leave your gun Nah, nah. Me never leave me going. Mm. Done, no. Don't make the same mistake as. Done, rich with Devito. These are all really good songs, and really like this is a very summary album. Honestly, like I understand what he was doing with this. I like it. Yeah. I like it too. I like it too. It's like very. It's it's cruising music, you know. Oh my god, my favorite fucking forward on the Knicks went to the Lakers. All right, well. Well. Fuck Michael Beasley. Uh, Michael Beasley? Michael Beasley, nigga. Michael. Mellow from the left, nigga. <laughs> He's mellow from the left. It was like, he was having a moment, but it, it is what it is. Like, whatever. Um, Sounds like an album I'm probably going to listen to. It's really good. And I'm also waiting for the new WizKid album. Young Thug's going to be on it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I've been like pre-ing that. That's good. It's good. I respect it. They're also redoing Vibes Cartel's case. Oh, Reopened it. Reopened it. And said, listen. They said maybe he might get an appeal this time and, you know, get out of jail. Or hopefully he doesn't waste any more money. Nigga's rich. Plus he's bringing the country money. Mm, That's true. They should release him off the strength of that. They should. They should release him, give Popcon his visa. Popcon can't come. He can't come to America, but he can go to fucking Canada. I mean, I'm sure he's appreciated in Canada. Oh, fuck yeah. They love him in Canada. Drake lets him walk around like a fucking celebrity, I'm sure. <laughs> he was Drake Shooter in the fucking film, whatever, that, that bad Drake film from Views album. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see our damn fucking Michael Beasley, man. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> you can't trust anybody, man. Unruly. Unruly. Um, let's talk about this Nicky shit. <laughs> It's Nicki Minaj. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Nicholas Minaj. Nicholas. Yo, people doing that online yeah. have had me so weak. Nicholas F. Minaj. Sinead does that to avoid her stands. Nicholas has always been. And Nicholas. I was like, who the fuck is Nicholas? Nicholas. I mean, her name's Onika, but yeah, people stand search that. And we've got words for stands eventually. But um, Suck my dick. Um, Those are my words. And you can quote me on that. Nicki Minaj has had an interesting few months in the lead up. To her album that was originally supposed to drop last month. What and was it called? Um, it's called Queen. It's still called Queen. Um, have you seen the album cover? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's had a really nice looking album cover. Yeah. it's uh, She she dropped the album cover. Um, the ti- I think she dropped the track listing too, right? No. She was supposed to drop the week before Drake. <laughs> Why the fuck would she do that? <laughs> Just fucking, I don't know. She was supposed to drop the week before Drake um, in June. Uh, she had the single Barbie Tings and Chun-Li going. Oh, yeah. Neither of them were any sort of major success. Chun-Li hit the top ten off the strength of people just playing the song initially when dun, it dropped. Dun, dun, dun. And then, yeah, it just dropped from there and it never really recovered. Um, Nicki Minaj has had an interesting few weeks because we've been, you know, we, we're currently in this moment. I mean, I think everyone was wondering, especially in the Cardi B moment over the last, like, fucking... 12 months, how Nicki Minaj would fit back into this sort of environment with another female rapper that is 
critically successful, commercially successful, and is breaking records that actually... And is Nick- coming in with big dick energy. And just breaking records that Nicki Minaj Fucking. herself has not even, you know, reached herself. She has yet to have her solo number one. She's uh, Cardi B just, you know, last week, because I like I liked that went number one. Boom. And the video dropped, too. Um... Just because of that, she's the first female rapper with two number ones, which is insane to think. Like in this day and age, yeah. yeah. And just when with, we've had like a slew of great female rappers, we've had Lil Kim, Missy Elliott, like all all these people in the past, and you know, she she shares she shattered that veil, man. Um, Nicki Minaj because she's fucking. You know what it is? Because she's fucking likable. Yeah, Nicki Minaj over time has given you more and more reasons not to fuck with her. I agree. I agree. I think Cardi B's and uh, and we're talking about Cardi B in this Nicki Minaj conversation because you can't really ignore it. Like it's a, yeah, you know, you know. And and Nicki Minaj has not ignored it, and Cardi B has not ignored it herself. Um, but we're talking about this conversation because it's a very important conversation in terms of just the landscape of female rap. Nicki Minaj went uncontested for the better part of a decade. Mm-hmm. She was number one. Even when Iggy Azalea went number one, it was like, and I actually rap. She would be like, and I actually spit. I actually do this shit. Like, I actually, you know, she would downplay the success of Iggy Azalea or any other sort of female rappers that coming up at the time and just be like, listen, I'm the one who raps. It's me. She would not f- collaborate with any other female rapper. She would not do anything with anybody else. Um, she's had major beefs with Remy Ma. Lil Kim, Remy Ma, Ma, Ma. Um, Azalea Banks, who I'm surprised we didn't talk about this week, but yeah, we don't even know. Um, <laughs> fuck that bitch. But <laughs> not even, not even gonna give her the like, time of day. Um, but she's had major beeps with sort of everyone in the industry and even men too at this point. Um, <laughs> not just men, <laughs> everybody. Like, <laughs> and part of me wanted, part of me was uh, when saying this conversation is because I feel like. This might be flipped and sort of, you don't critique other rappers this way or how are you going to critique a black female like this or something along those lines? Stop doing that. Stop stop giving them like the this this thing where they can just cover themselves like some sort of victim too. Everyone should be open to criticism. Right. You know, no one should be treated special. Everything she does is literally fucked up. Like she'll go out of her way to insult an artist and then when the artist has some some words for her or like the heat's on her, she suddenly backs off and is like, I'm the victim. Right. Like suck my dick. Um, I think one of the major, you know, reasons why this album has not been doing as well as, or at least the promotion for this album has been doing as well as other things. And, mm-hmm. the, and the album is still scheduled to come out in August. I think by the time we record again, it may be the week it's out or the week before it's out. I'm not completely sure. I don't actually know what the date is. I just know it's in August. Um, that we haven't really seen much growth with her. No. And, or. Why any- would she grow? <laughs> she, she fired the nigga who was writing for her. Right. And, like, now he gets booted Dykeman. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest heel on Dykeman. Um, Word, nigga. Safari. Um, he walks in to a fucking Dominican restaurant or orders jerk chicken. He's a, villain. I like his energy. A, a villain, nigga. <laughs> um, but Nicki Minaj, just... When you, t- when you talk about Barbie Tings, when you talk about Chun-Li, those are very rabbity rap songs, but at the same time, it's like... You have this fan base. You have this fan base of just dick riders, <laughs> women, ten gallon men, hat wearing dick riders, gay men, white men, Asian women, men, women. A- you know, just you have a very diverse fan base. You've gotten to the point where you've improved your stock well enough where you're a mainstream rapper. Every platform, no matter what, is going to play you anyway. 
Um, and the fact that you're still giving your fan base, who are largely high school, maybe they're approaching college now, um, these type of songs and not nourishing them with actual like what they need as opposed to what you think they want to hear. That and and that's what you think she'd be doing grown woman raps? I feel no, but I feel like in a sense like I take my woman's one a day. (laughs) I just check my pH balance. (laughs) Special K raps. Um, (laughs) Special K I'm very regular. (laughs) Menopause is really hard. No, and this is hard talking about as two men because that's why I kinda wanted a woman on this podcast. Yeah, we really did. Um but in a sense, it's just kind of like... She is not going to give us fucking lemonade, okay? Nicki Minaj is going to give us hickory of... dickory dock raps, okay? <laughs> She's giving us that. But think of like... Yes, it's King Kong. Yes, Miss King Kong. <laughs> I like Ding Dong. <laughs> but think of where her career would be if she decided to do that, though. Like, if she decided to give a lemonade. Like, if she decided, like, yo, I'm going to talk publicly about, like, what happened with me or just, like, how I feel about just general things. But then again, I feel like – I don't know if she feels anything, like, she any real potent feelings or emotions. I think she's just vain. Like, extremely yeah. vain. Like, everything's got to be about her and her big, fake, fat ass and her vagina. <laughs> and so, it's just, like – So let's talk about it because she had a quote in – I believe it was fucking – Elle magazine. She had a quote about sex workers. And so I don't know. I feel workers. like have you I feel read like it or the city girls it? lapped her crazy. I don't think they lapped her, but I think they're more. I would rather listen to them in the moment because they seem more authentic with everything they do, mm-hmm. as opposed to Nicki Minaj. One's going for credit fraud. How more authentic can you get, a scammers? Who is a veil of like? She's just like Nicki Minaj, and, and that's it. Yeah, it's just like a genre of her own, of just like fat butt raps and like all these other things you know what i'm saying um she talked about in l magazine um she says she she voiced a concern in regards to how people assert their sexuality it's crazy for someone who's literally capitalized off sex and sex appeal their whole career she said maybe i was naive but i didn't realize how many girls were modern day prostitutes whether you're a stripper or whether you're an a Instagram girl these girls Out are at so the beautiful and have so much Well, to they offer. grown. But I started finding out that you give them a couple thousand dollars and you can have sex with them. It's just sad that they don't know their worth. Did it she do that? S- Did she give them a couple thousand dollars to have sex with I them? I have no idea. It's just sad that they don't know their worth. And it makes me sad as a woman. And it makes me sad that maybe I've contributed to that in some way. Um, I'd, I'd say you What is she coming with? Puritan raps this next album? I don't know. I feel like she's... Barn, barn raising, butter churning raps? I feel like it's... You know... Prostitution. That shit is essential. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a it's a job. It's the world's oldest profession. People would fuck for shelter back in the day. Um, People still fuck for shelter. And no one falls in love faster than a nigga that just got out of jail. In a lot of ways, <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing the same thing they're doing because I'm selling sex appeal. So I can't look down yes, on bitch, these girls. You shouldn't. I may not be having sex with the with people, but I'm still selling sex appeal. And she went to say that sex appeal is part of her persona, but she doesn't want her fans to misinterpret the image that she projects. She adds that she believes people to perceive her differently than she sees herself. I'm actually, of course. I'm actually the antithesis of all that. I don't have sex. I'm more of I don't like do things with my the vagina. snobby girl, the oh what type of girl. And I want girls to be like that. I'd rather you be called a snobby or a bitch or conceited. I'd rather you be called that than easy and a hoe and a slut. But that's uh, that's a uh, that's grounded in like 
misogyny, basically. That's grounded in something. That's like men's thinking, you know? That's what it is. It's grounded in men's, like, primary thinking. May I point you to one of her latest singles featuring Lil Wayne called Rich Sex? Okay, hold on, hold on, before you do that. But sure. that's, this is grounded in, like, like chauvinistic male thinking mm-hmm. as to, like, a woman should be this, a woman should be that. It strips a woman of their own sexual freedoms and liberties and gives it all to the male. Mm. So it's just fucked up that she would think that and she would be that fucking stupid to say that. As someone who like, oh, you know, women, women are strong, women are powerful, but women can't do this because they'll be called sluts. Right. She wild. Um, but yeah, shout out to my sluts. <laughs> you grown. <laughs> One of her latest singles that have not done really, really well. Oh, I'm sure it didn't. Listen to the lyrics. She's talking about being a prostitute. <laughs> wow. If you know your pussy's worth it more than Ben's trust. Wow. You remember when TLC came out with that song and they had that whole video where you, they were doing the, like, the, basically, like, the, the breast augmentation and shit like that? Yeah, Unpretty. Unpretty, there we go. This is, like, stripping everything that <laughs> <laughs> that, that video laid down, saying, like, you know, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that, you, you can be beautiful as who you are. Get that fat transfer, bitch. <laughs> like, make that ass fat. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Listen, it's crazy. I don't know. It's fucking wild to me. It's just that, and then... She has the nerve to, like, there are people who are just like, wow, you're shaming, like, prostitutes and all this other thing. And he's like, that's not what I said. I said, like, all this other shit. And she has the nerve to clap back on not only her fans, but just people who Jumping dare to critique her. DMs, talking about her age. So nigga. let's talk about that as well, because that's a major part, because it ended up in the New York Times. Um, <laughs> Crazy rapper, bitch, jumps in fans DM. <laughs> it was more an interview with who DM she jumped in, but it, it was... um freelance writer, blogger, Juana Thompson. And Juana Thompson critiqued the Nicki Minaj and pretty much... Oh, I like that. That's a spicy name. Juana Thompson. Juana Thompson. Nicki Minaj, she critiqued Nicki Minaj and said, you know how dope it would be if Nicki put out mature content? No silly stuff. What? This no is silly. another thing about the mature content thing. I'm like, what is she going to rap about? Just reflecting Her on... Her taxes? Pa- hold on. Just reflecting on past relationships, being a boss, hardships. She's touching 40 soon. A new direction is needed. That's what Juana Thompson said. Okay, that's realistic, but I'm also just thinking about in the brand of Nicki Minaj. I feel like Nicki Minaj has never had that sort of... Everything's been empowerment through sex for her, mm-hmm. right? And then it's just like... It's like silly and campy sometimes. So it's just like... Then we've got to start to try to take her seriously, seriously. Mm. I think a lot of people are fans of Nicki Minaj, and even the fans of Nicki Minaj are wanting more from her artistically. Like, you want to continue to be a fan and you want to continue to support her. But at the same time, it's like you're getting sort of the same thing and then you're also getting a very, like... Let me tell the fans something. 
It's time to be more realistic. And maybe just find someone else to listen not to. Not even just find someone else. It's just like, yo, if you're not getting what you want out of something, you can always dip, bro. This is true. This is, I think. I mean, I'm sure she's dipping after this. <laughs> because Nicki Minaj sent her a DM. And very, like. Scathing. When your ugly ass was 24, you were pushing 30. I'm 34. I'm not touching 40. LOL. And what does that have to do with my music? Eat a dick, you hating asshole. <laughs> Got the nerve to have a Trini flag on your page. You must not have heard the pink print or pills and potions. Bed of lies. Save me. My recent feature with Alicia Keys, Tasha Cobbs. Just say you jealous. I'm rich, famous, intelligent, pretty, and, and go. But wait, leave my balls. Tired of you sucking them. Yo, um, New York bitches go crazy. Listen, this is the same. I this is a voicemail. This is a voicemail from one of my exes. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see like her and Azalea Banks just in go a, at it. Azalea Banks sends me to Chuckle Town. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> like she can roast the shit out of a nigga. Like because she, she uptown bitch. First of all, you don't. First of all, she grew up looking like Lanky Kong, nigga. If you don't got jokes, that's it. It's over for you. Oh my god! And another one. She says, "I dropped my album almost four years ago. My bad. I'm 35." So at 31, how about you get like me? Why don't you ask them help me get you? Why don't you ask me to help you get rich? Been on top and ain't going nowhere. Ho. She let out that ho like that lengthy one. Yeah, there's a couple of O's. Yeah, there. this is definitely a voicemail for one of my exes. Um, and then you know the barbs jumped in her mentions and decided to first know. of all they're like a swarm of bees i hate the barbs man i hate them too it's I just hate. a bunch of like pink wig wearing annoying ass people i hate barbs i hate we're gonna talk about it on the beehive yeah the next i don't know if i hate the beehive it's just no they're pretty annoying too they've definitely they've definitely like verbally attacked people just for expressing their opinions not everyone has to like beyonce i'm this sorry is true just because and especially if you're black you don't have to love beyonce she's really good though yeah, she's a good performer, but it's, like, not every... Like, she doesn't touch every facet of humanity. Right. You know? Um, I'm just wondering what's wrong with Nicki Minaj. Nigga's saying she's on drugs. Mm. And I'm just saying, she's dating Eminem, nigga's the plug. I don't think she's dating Eminem. Eminem? Probably popping Molly in her butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Nicki Minaj is... Um, I think Nicki Minaj doesn't realize quite yet, like a lot of rappers, that unless she grows with her music, she is going to be phased out. And it's happened to so many rappers before. It's mm. currently happening to Rick Ross. It just is what it is. I love Rick Ross. but No, I feel like Rick Ross was a, was a sound for a certain time. I mean, I that's think... How I, that's how I see it. But he's still making the same sound. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the fucked up part. But... It's like, so he hasn't... It's like Jeezy. It's like, but for instance, it's not like a Jay-Z or a Kanye West or Jay-Z a Jay-Z got Lamar. the money to evolve. People got money, man. You see Rick Ross's fucking house? Yeah, no, but Jay-Z's always been that kind of business person where it's just like, yo, we need to step up. We need to go in this different direction. But that's, feel, that's his thought process. Right. With Rick Ross, it's like... Rich forever, baby. We're going to be big Bufers till we die. Nigga. So he continues to... So to me, it's just like those artists in a sense. And it's happened to sort of every artist as they're going through. And I think it just takes a long time for Nicki Minaj. Even Drake in a sense. Imagine Drake from Take Care and what we just heard on Scorpion and how like it's a bit of a different world than it is even though it's kind of Yeah, like but the that's their genre. mindset. Some people have the ability to grow and some people do not. Mm. Some people do not. Some people are the same people for the rest of their life after 30. Mm. 
doing the same shit. Doing like some people love routine, right? And to like in the time where Rock, Ross was making like top music and shit like that, it was easy, nigga. He'd go but there. It, I I like to think there was evolution from. Oh no no no! From that from the initial it, debut like, from Port of Port of Port Miami, Miami to Teflon Don to Teflon Don to, to, to God Rich, forgives I don't to Rich Forever to Rich Forever that that period of time is his golden age. I think he found a sound that hit when he had when he hit that Rich Forever God forgives I don't era and Teflon Don era in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think he found the sound because he managed to evolve lyrically and also you know. Production wise, it was a lot. Oh, more he had the, he had one of the best years. And then it's kind of like, oh, I'm gonna continue giving you rich forevers forever. And I feel like Nicki Minaj, is- but he doesn't fit in this modern spectrum either. If you think about it, because the rappers, the SoundCloud rappers now, mm-hmm. in like, I give it like two or three years, and they're literally defining the sound. Mm-hmm. If they're not already, you know, right? So it's just like, do you hear Rick Ross in that field? Nah. No, because then he's got to then he's got to switch over to telling us about how he fucking I don't even know how he seizure multiple times. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna switch, <laughs> but I feel like he should. I feel like he should open up about that and maybe decide to go <laughs> seek some help. Actually, <laughs> like seek stopping Big Buford and permanent doing, help. Like doing lean. The, that's actually pretty bad. Like yeah, it had, is really bad. Um, you got to eat more fruit again. But I feel like it's just something where I feel like artists don't. But I feel like the artists who don't see that they have to. It's more. No, some of these niggas do not. Some of these niggas stay rich. That's the fucked up part. Some of them, some of them stay rich th- and they don't. They cap. I don't think you're gonna stay rich doing the things that you do, though. I don't. What think... What do you mean? He's got money invested in fucking restaurants, nigga. Mm. That's the thing. That's the but thing. But in terms of rich, like peak rich, like you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna be rich because you've had this sort of status. Like I'm sure. Yeah, that's what they do. They get this money and they start to become moguls. They start now, to invest. Now you, but now you have to sort of try to keep up with a lifestyle. That you can't keep up anymore because you're not making the same hit records. You're not, and because you're not making the hit records, people don't want you in the shows. And because you're not on the shows, people don't want to have you on the features. And it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a snowball effect in terms of just like boom. So it becomes less money there on out. And then you kind of from the music, yeah, from the music at least. Yeah. And then you're not doing music, so you got more time to invest in other shit. That nigga could be raising a farm of horses. Nigga could own his own like fucking horse track. That's true. You feel like Nicki Minaj should go into real estate or something. Nah, you know what she should, <laughs> you know what she should do? What? Be a cam girl. Oh no. Yep. Make her be a cam girl. Like Sunny? And see all the terrible things in the universe. <laughs> all the terrible things. Show us your feet. <laughs> but I, you know what? I don't feel like it's I don't feel like it's too out of pocket. I feel like act. she would make mad money being a cam girl. She probably would. She'd probably be the richest cam girl of all time. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. But I feel like there's a peak with cam girls, and I don't know if you're gonna make like a million dollars like she's making now. Um, yeah, because there are sick, perverse men and women that want to look at her. For vagina. a million dollars, bro, they're going to buy subs- like if niggas say yo, it's a, it's like. Because most people will have, like, a subscription or whatever, and I'm sure the fee's not too crazy. If Nicki Minaj says she's doing it, the fee's going to be exponential. We're getting ticket master prices but then on watching s- her touch her pussy. But then after you see that, it's like, where do you go from there? There's more content. People people do it either on a I don't think she day- should be a cam girl, but I feel like she should begin to dis- start discovering things outside well, of Well, she rap. better use that big fake ass while it's big and fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I, I'm saying. I think she should start discovering things outside of rap because, to me, the door is kind of closing unless she does something to kick it back open. I can't believe you said Sunny when I said Cam Girl. That's funny. Sunny is a Cam Girl. Sunny days. Um, 
But I feel like, yes, the door is closing. She needs to do something that kicks it back open. And mm-hmm. she needs to do something that... But is it possibly too late? Is it like the conversation is just like, oh, now you try to make this sort of music when you should have been making it like five years ago. I mean, her like, fans still keep her popular. Friends, I don't know. It's just, I feel like as a fan of hers and someone who You're a fan of hers? I don't hate her. Oh. I think she's had a lot of terrible raps Oof, over the last surely. year. Like, a lot. Surely. Like, she's batting very <laughs> weird percentage right now. <laughs> um, to me, her Big Bank verse is probably the best verse that she Uh-oh. has in this period. Um, Back again. <laughs> but, you know what? I'm interested to see how this album will go. I don't think it's going to go well based off the singles, but then singles are one thing. So when you hear the actual bulk of the album, it may be something different. But if it's anything, to me, this era reminds me of that Roman Reloaded era, which was, yeah, which was that. Um, Poop.com. Yeah. (laughs) Where the pink print was good Mm -hmm. for Nicki Minaj. Um, Like, it was a good... You think niggas told her to tone down the title of the album? Like, you think the album title was the pussy print? Nah, I think she's so infatuated with Jay-Z, she wanted to call it the blueprint, but she wanted to make it Nicki Minaj, so she called it the pink print. Mm. Um, she should have called it the pussy print. I think she should just and then dropped her make better songs. Yeah. As someone who wants to listen to her, I don't hate Nicki Minaj. I don't hate her at all. I respect her. She's done. She's been on top for her so long. She has great songs. She mm. has great raps. She's mm. not a terrible rapper. Mm. I mean, she I was a better differ. rapper before. Oh, okay. She there was a go. better rapper before. Sometimes. Now the bars are looking kind of it was, fishy. It was looking like why in terms of the vowels. Sometimes he? You know? like, <laughs> now the bars are kind of fishy, but I do like Nicki Minaj. Um, I just say, you know. Just give give your fans a little bit more credit as they get a little bit older, mm. and then not so things are just fat butts, rich sex, um, bitch. I'm King Kong, bitch. I'm the baddest bitch of all time, and give more credit. In re- if we're looking at this realistically, Lil Uzi Vert is actually the baddest bitch of all time. One hundred percent. I mean, easily, easily, just off the rip. Goyard um, bag and all. I feel like what Cardi B did with Get Up in Ten. It's just like something Nicki Minaj could have done. She could have done and like she ages ago. Killed it. She could have murked that shit. Cardi B's talking about real shit. Cardi B's been talking about real shit since Gangsta Bitch Volume One oh, about yes. life being a prostitute and having a fight with niggas and all this other shit. Ah, uh, yes, Gangsta Bitch. Yeah, about music with the legs out and shit. Yeah, and and getting her it. getting fucking Wapperuni on yeah. the cover. <laughs> um. So she's been talking about real shit since then, and I just feel like, yo, you could too. Your your life, your life isn't defined by how much money you have mm-hmm. and how much diamonds you have and how much you have compared to the next girl. Like, talk about your life, and I feel like people generally want to hear that story. Um, but we'll see in a couple of weeks when Nicki Minaj's new album Queen drops, and we'll see, you know, how that fares for her. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: It might be doo doo. It might be doo doo. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's it for episode 153 of the Two Bells Podcast. Really? Yeah. Well, this was a briefer episode than the last two. Uh, Sometimes wait, hold on. Wait. we got to tell you to check out our contemporaries. Uh, 
everyone else on RNC. So go down the list, please. So you can check out our contemporaries on RNC. You can check out the Lookout Podcast with myself and Jeff. You just dropped an emergency. New episode. New emergency episode because that Broly shit was wild. That shit was insane. And niggas got fits now. Niggas, oh. niggas up the animation budget. Listen, they getting fits off. I feel like the animation is way more functional than it used to be. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't Like, are they blending, like, 3D graphics? I don't know, but it's like... You don't have to worry about, like, you, you remember the begin? have you watched yes. the beginning of Super where the yes. animation was terrible? Oh my god, that one view of Beerus from far away, and he's like, <laughs> it he was like a third grader drew a cat. Bro! <laughs> Nigga look like a hand turkey. <laughs> oh my god, so we talk about the new Dragon Ball Super movie trailer, which mm-hmm. is coming out. Um, I'm assuming we're gonna go see it. Yeah, we're gonna go see it. We're gonna go see it. Um, and... We have late fees mm-hmm. with Wes, Pat, Eric, J5. They talk about a lot of mu- movies and movie directors, which is hilarious. They just did one on fucking Ben Anf- Ben Affleck oh, yeah. and all his movies and shit. It was like Batman and like why he got the big ass tattoo on his back for no reason. Like and all that other shit. They talk about directors. This shit is funny. Um, we have the A show with myself and Justin Davis. We talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Listen. The, the the Fuck Hulk Hogan episode was fire. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is... F- <laughs> It's just a reminder. Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Word. Leg drop this dick. <laughs> um, we also have we also have podcasts that are currently waiting for their new seasons, like RSPN. We have the Perfect Play with Huey. We have more podcasts coming under the belt. We have more playlists coming under the belt on RNC Radio. So mm-hmm. just make sure you stay subscribed to everything. We also have our podcast friends. We have Random Acts of Podcasts. Ding 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 with Ampavelli and Dev. We have. Um, we have the forecast with Steve and Nell. Mm-hmm. We have the new podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugly yeah. radio. Ugly radio. Nigga. Ugly radio with with Rob. Make sure you check that out. Like it's it's a really good first episode. I had to give him props on that. I was like, listen, you're doing really good. Keep it up. Um, not that my opinion fucking means anything, but it's just like it was good. Like yeah. um, we have dating in NYC. Dropping dating, just coming back from London. Just come back from London. We got the the London episode. So make sure you listen to that. Like, she just dropped a a new episode, even though Mm -hmm. her season ends. She was like, listen, I went to London. The food was trash. Oh, absolutely, because it's white people, bro. (laughs) Like, you can't can't go to anything that's predominantly white people and expect the food to be fire. I was telling her, like, these Jamaican spots that were there Mm -hmm. out in, like, South London. Um, But food was trash. Um, you can still get, you know, street harassed anywhere you go. Yeah, and then there's Nando's, which is, like, a Portuguese restaurant. Mm -hmm. Nando's is good. Um... We also have... Do we have any other podcasts that we were at? I don't know. You want to become a podcast? You want to work? You know, want to have some fun together? Hit us up. Two belts. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you want us on an episode, you can feel free to hit us up. Either right. one of us. Hit us up on Two Belts Podcast on Twitter or hit us up on Twitter. Damn it, Carlos, which you're you yeah. following him at. You can follow yeah. me at Meals TV, M-E-E-L-Z-T-V. Um, yeah, man. It's a, it's amazing. Yo, it up Johnny Barnes podcast again. Mm-hmm. Johnny Barnes podcast. Make sure you follow him at is it Johnny underscore Barnes? I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Like it's it okay is. if not. He'll listen to this and correct us immediately. One hundred percent. And we'll tell you that this is Johnny. Hey, listen, and this is Johnny, and you should go listen to this shit. And he, you know, he has a great ear for music, um, and a bunch of other things. Like he's in the same it's shit that we like. So it's Saint like, Paul icon, nigga. Yeah. So <laughs> only nigga from Saint Paul doing it like this. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, man, you know, listen to everything. Subscribe to everything. It's a movement. Uh, until then, we'll be back in two weeks. 
for your ass and to cut all the Sans asses. Schlut. The next episode is about how we hate Sans. Um, so stay tuned. This has been episode 153 of Two Bells Podcast. Schlut walk.